welcome to Hunter Gatherers, the podcast of Hunter Stories. I'm your host, Katie, and today we will be interviewing and talking with former roommate Hunter Thompson, Roger Hawk. Good morning. How are you? Oh, good morning. So, um, Roger, Hunter Thompson, and my father, John Clancy, ended up in the same apartment around the years 1957-1958 when Roger, his brother, and my father were students at in Columbia for law school. Um, Hunter showed up. How did that happen? What what was that experience like? Well, uh, first met Hunter when uh, when he showed up at the, at the door on Morningside Drive one day. I uh, rang the doorbell and saw this guy standing there with a suitcase and he said, "Who are you?" Uh, I had no idea who he was, and we weren't expecting him. Uh, and uh, it was Hunter. But he, Hunter uh, knew my brother uh, from uh, the Air Force down at Eglin Air Force Base in Florida. My brother was an editor of the base newspaper uh, at that point, and, Hunt, and uh, Hunter was uh, was in the Air Force, and he, he worked on that paper. So that's how he knew my brother Jerry. And when uh, Hunter decided to come to New York, he, he just came and called on us. I don't think Jerry was expecting him either, but he ended up... Uh, uh, you know, ringing our doorbell and, and then moving in with us and spending a good part of the next year uh, living with us as a as a roommate. So that's how we, uh, that's how I first encountered Hunter. And so he moves in with three law school students and can't pay the rent because he doesn't have a job. Yeah, he didn't have any money. Uh, he he was going to the. Uh, 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 Columbia School of General Studies. He was taking courses there. Uh, I don't know whether he had any outside job, but yeah, he, he didn't pay any rent, so we we had him uh, do some household chores, doing the dishes and that kind of thing, as a as a way of uh, uh, reimbursing us a little bit for the uh, for the uh, uh, living accommodations. But uh, it was fine. He didn't do that, and we didn't. He didn't have much to do really. Just uh, just something to contribute to the uh, uh, to uh, maintenance stay there at the Columbia, mm-hmm. and he, he stayed with us as I say in uh, most of the year, and then, uh, and then he uh, uh, moved out. I'm not sure if he moved in with John or they uh, roomed together after that uh, down at Perry Street, but uh, uh, that, that may have been the following year. So when you were studying, what was he doing? He was taking classes. What was he like as a roommate, other than you know cleaning up after you guys? Yeah, right. No, he, he was a he was a great guy. He was very very funny, and uh, uh, he uh, he was busy uh, when he wasn't going to class. I mean, he was busy writing. Uh, read us some of his things that he wrote. I mean, the one the one thing I stands out in my mind that we always always remembered uh, remembered this was that uh, uh, he he subscribed to uh, to, uh, to books and records uh, and uh, they'd come in the mail and then he'd get bills for the payment of these things and uh, they uh, they uh, they bill him and then call him uh, and then rebill him and call and try to get him to pay up and then after a while he he'd let him uh, sit there for a while and. Uh, uh, agonize over the non-paid bill, and then he'd write him a letter, uh, and the letter would start off very logically, 
telling uh, about this uh, uh, amount that they say he owed them to books and records. And during the course of the letter, he gradually turned it around and uh, made it appear that uh, they were the ones who owed him money rather than the other way around. <laughs> uh, and he'd end up by the le- with the letter uh, telling them that uh, they could keep their money, that he he, he didn't want it. <laughs> and and uh, he'd send that off and he'd convince them that he, this guy was nuts and they'd, they'd never hear from him again. That was how we, how we dealt with these people. But <laughs> it was hilarious. It was a great letter. He was so good at doing that. I feel like he was so brilliant at not only understanding what was going on, but then turning it around to his advantage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he was uh, it was a general letter. When I read it, I was really laughed about it, and it was the one thing that stands out in my mind about uh, uh, having Hunter as a roommate, his, uh, his uh, cleverness in his writing, and particularly these uh, dealing with the uh, creditors like that. <laughs> That's so great. Did you ever read anything else that he was writing? I'm sure you were all in your own <clears throat> deep studies. Yeah, uh, he, we used, he used to give us drafts of things. I don't have any... But, Recollections of particular things that he wrote, but uh, uh, he he did show us what he was working on, comment on it. We were always very impressed. He was a terrific writer, and mm. uh, as I said, he he he, uh, he he was originally a reporter on the, the Air Force Base newspaper, and so he was, he was used to writing and uh, making making himself very clear when he was writing. He was very, very, very funny too. I mean, he, he was, he'd always laugh after reading what mm-hmm. he wrote. So you saw sort of the studious side. Did you see any of the wild side as well? Well, I, uh, a little bit. I mean, uh, your father saw a lot more of that than I did. Uh, uh, he, he and Hunter would go out together and spend a lot of time out carousing around. And uh, my, my, my brother and I. <laughs> Pretty much didn't get, get involved in that aspect of it, um, but uh, we, both John and uh, Hunter uh, liked their beer, you know, and whatever else uh, uh, they consumed. They'd be spending time out on the town quite a quite a bit. But uh, I think we maybe I, I joined them one time, and I remember somebody uh, were involved, and somebody pulled out a sword and wanted to engage in a sword fight. <laughs> so uh, that's the one thing I, I remember about an evening with Hunter and John. Great uh, image. Kind, kind of unusual to uh, have a sword fight in New York City, but uh, somehow that that came about. I wouldn't bet, put a, put it past them at all. Um, well, thank you so much for sharing your your images and your stories. Oh, oh fine. Well, I sorry I don't have a lot more to tell, but. Uh, uh, but I do have a vivid recollection of Hunter. Yeah, those, those those two little snippets are great. Thank you so much. Okay, well, you're welcome. Good to talk to you. Yeah, you too. Thanks so much. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Well, the southern gentleman hit the highway and gave us stories we could share. Crooked schemes, shattered dreams of people everywhere. Rode a 
screams in motel rooms where no one seemed to care, wrote of deep, dark, secret places, made us feel that.